Hey guys, I'm Arthur. And I'm David. And welcome to the Modern American Dream Podcast. In this Ooh. podcast, we talk about how to become a successful business person and successful in life when you have no resources, no skills, and no talent. Hi guys, it's Arthur and David, DA Realty Group. To episode number, guess what number we're at? 25. 26. Wow, I was off by one. Of the Modern American Dream Podcast. Today, what I want to talk to you guys about today is the difference between success and failure. The, the last episode we mostly got on YouTube was all about commitment and consistency. But today we're going to pose the question about success versus failure. What is it that makes the difference between success and failure? And I think there's a couple of different things, right? Because it's not any one thing. It's a variety of different things. Because here's the truth of the matter is, right? To think that it's only about hard work is probably the biggest misconception in success and failure. Wow, that might be the smartest thing you said all day. And here, I'll tell you why, and then I'll let I you I wonder why in. he's, wow, let that's me tell actually you the, story. the smartest thing you said all That's the let first me. thing today I can agree with this kid on. Well, no, it's the first thing you listen to, because everything I say is smart. We needed a big market that says the Modern American Dream Podcast in the back. This is our lab. But here's why I say that, right? It's, a, it's a lot more to success than just working hard. And I'm not saying that you... I'm not saying you could have success without working hard by any means of the imagination. But this is all I'm saying. The other day I thought about this. Back when I was a young gun, about 10 years ago. 10 years. It was in 2009. Yep. I got my real estate license because my brothers tried to ruin my life. And then we got into this industry. <laughs> Who's the real salesperson you, in this family? You are. I got this kid into real estate. <clears throat> Best hire I ever made. So I got my license, right? You know, 09, we got our licenses. Yep. And I remember in 2009, I was working like crazy. In 2009? Yep. I was going to school. Yep. Taking six classes. Yep. Right? Getting my bachelor's degree. After that. I remember those days. Yep. I would go to my real, we just got the licenses. So this was like end of 2009. I would go to my real estate rental job. And we have to make calls for X amount of hours. I'd be there for like four or five hours. So go from Salem, Mass to Brighton, Boston, right? And then I would go and be a front-end manager at Stop and Shop. It was the, the only people that paid me at that time because real estate is all commissions. And school doesn't pay you. You pay them. And then I would go to go to my job at Stop and Shop, close out the, as the manager, do some real estate deals on the side at the front desk. I shouldn't be telling people this, but... I would also sneak That's in some right. homework. You don't work there anymore. Sneak in some homework, right? <laughs> It'd be like 11 o'clock. So the day started like 5 a.m. Now it's 11 o'clock at night. Yep. Then I go home, sleep for a couple hours. Used to drink mad Red Bulls and coffee with my Salem State buddies. And then go back to school just to do it all again. So like in hindsight, like we work hard today, but that was hard work. But if I look at the dollars and cents and the success that I have today versus back then, I would say that it's something tremendous like this. Probably if you accounted all the money that I made for working like a hundred hours a week back then, it was, I think I did the equation one time, like I'm literally getting like 10 cents an hour 
Because the real estate was unpaid, right? If you didn't rent an apartment, you don't get paid. In yeah. school, they don't pay you for. Yeah. And then you go to stop and shop. I mean, you work, you make a little bit of money, like a 10, 11 bucks an hour after like 10 years. And then you add it all up, divided by the hours you work, and you're like, I'm getting 10 cents an hour. Today, I still work hard, but I'm probably making like 250 to 350 an hour. 250 to 350 an hour? It went from like 10 cents to like 300 bucks an hour or more. Now, you can't Still the say same person. you can't say no. that it's just hard work because you can't say that dude ten years ago was not working hard. Because I was ever met people I was working that hard. don't work hard that make more money than somebody who busts their ass. Have I ever met somebody who works harder than somebody else and makes less, less money? money? I got to say, to be honest, I see a very strong correlation between people that work hard and make a lot of money. Mm. When I meet them, so let me let me rephrase that. From the outside looking in, I have thought that before. But then when I actually, because a lot of our friends make vocal bucks. Like, yeah. uh, we have friends that make a million dollars a year. So Two million, three million, sometimes five million. it looks like they don't work that hard. But when I get to meet them and hear them talk and see they what their work day is like, harder than they work else. pretty hard. But it can't be just hard work because there's people that have no money that work three, four, five jobs. They, they work hard. So what are the differences between success and failure? Because you can't be just hard work. Because we can all agree that there's people that work harder than you and I right now that make way less money. Way harder. And there's also people that work way less than you and I that make way more money. And I will say most people that make a lot of money do work hard to an extent. Like we're not talking about no work. Not like the four hour work. I, I personally haven't met somebody who doesn't do anything and just makes a boatload of money that they didn't inherit or build up to. But for the most part, I think most people that work really hard make a lot of money. It's correlated, but there's not a direct correlation. So what do you think are the other differences? The other points between success and failure, like, that makes I a difference. I just got a message from my friend, Salah. You shouldn't have your message open. Okay, well, I do. Who uh, nice just sent a message to us, and he said, you guys are good vibes, smart dudes. That's is he watching cool. us? Is he watching us? I don't know, What's but he up, just Sa sent Sala. it. Wow, that's awesome. Sorry, you distracted my boy thank while he's so on the much. podcast. You're killing us. All right, tell me the question. So here it is. Do you I'm agree? I'm turn it down. Do you agree? This is what I think. No. Let me ask, ask you the question because now oh, the listeners are going to forget the question because you interrupted them. Yeah, but the listeners are like me. They Here don't care is. about what you ask. I'm just going to tell you how the, I feel. The difference between success and failure is yep. not just hard work. We agree on that already. It's not hard work. It is hard work, but it's not only hard work. You have to work hard, but hard work doesn't mean you so get paid So what are the other differences between success and failure? I'm going to write on the board. Let me get my notebook. I feel like I need a notebook for this. This is so crazy. Versus failure. All right, I'm just gonna start because you put me No, 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 no. What do you mean, dude? It's my. I gotta go. What do you mean you gotta? I gotta go. go. All right, hard work. What are the differences? Number one is you. I don't believe. All right, let's get one thing straight. Do you think you have to work hard to make money? I think that you have to work hard to make money. If you come from nothing, you can't not work hard and make money. I think. All right. So if you come from nothing, you have to work hard. If you come from something, if you don't work hard to keep it, you're gonna lose it. 
Unless you have like such a business that I it just brings money to your family. Anybody forever. who's successful and makes the amount of income that we make or more, that I could say that guy is lazy. Like he doesn't work. They, I actually meet him and I go, man, that guy works harder than I'm working. So I do think you have to work hard to make money. But I think the difference is most people like what they do so much that they don't see it as hard work. But if you were to like to take some random guy off the street be like, do what this guy does, for him it would be hard work. So it is labor. All right. What's the question? What's the difference between success and failure other than hard work? Um, the first thought that comes to my mind is mindset. Wow. I think, you know what I think just happened? I think that my vibes I was putting out were so strong about mindset that you picked it up and you gave me the answer that I wanted to hear. Mindset is one of the biggest I don't think that's what happened. Between success and failure. Mindset is one of the biggest differences. Between because you know failure. what I was going to say before I said mindset? I started thinking to how we grew up and to how I've seen other people grow up and how sometimes you look at people and you go, man, they have no idea, but it's so much easier because they come from this kind of a family and they come from this kind of a background and they have these experiences. But then now I make more money than those people that I thought had better opportunities. And what's the difference? It's mindset. And I said this on episode one, the reason why sometimes it's easier because certain people's natural way of thinking produces a certain result. Here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. Most people don't realize this, but if you grow up and your parents make 100 G's in income or 150,000, you're going to yeah. go to college, you're going to roughly make Whether, about Yeah, this is so true. This right? is so true. So the difference in mindset is that personal development piece. When you're trying to go from everybody in your circle makes 25,000, you don't meet people that make more than 50,000. To go to a hundred, a hundred fifty, or two hundred thousand, you it's have to change your impossible. mindset. Right, right. And you have to work on yourself so significantly that it'll change. Hi, Kim. So here we'll go back to this. Two thousand nine, ten years ago, when I was doing all those things that I told you about doing, making a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars was not on my radar. It was not a possibility in my mindset. It was not possible. Dude, like I couldn't see how working at Stop and Shop again, eleven dollars an hour, would lead me to two hundred fifty thousand. It wasn't even. But an let me idea. ask you a question: Did you want to make two fifty? Did I wanted to make a million bucks? It was a. You know, the money we're making right now was a dream to us at one point. Yeah, but Biggie said it was all a dream. Is that kind of crazy? That is kind of crazy. We literally thought there are kids right now that think what we make is like insane. And you can do it. And you can do it. You can do it. Woo! If we can help that one kid, all right, mindset. The difference in the world. Let you me tell you something. Mindset. mindset is one of those things that I think for me personally, it's not you just it's not a light switch. Working on your mindset is not a light switch. Think about how complex the mind is and how many neurons fire off in the mind and how many thoughts. They say like 60,000 thoughts a day go on inside your head. Just think about that. And you think that mindset is easy work? It's a lifetime's work. You basically are going to have to start working on yourself when you don't want to and doing all kinds of crazy shit that you don't want to do. Go to crazy seminars you don't want to go to. Read books you don't want to read when you'd rather watch TV. Like mindset work is cold, hard work. But 
if you want to win, if you want to make millions of dollars, if you want to take and change your family tree, if you want to start from a certain level and break a class and go to the next level, well, that's going to take a lot of mindset adjusting. Even at the level we're at, I feel like we've probably got so much more. It's like it's like this. There's a quote, right? You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what Somebody's you calling me. Should I answer it? No. No, we're doing a podcast, man. <laughs> Would Joe Rogan answer? All right, here. I got a question. Out of curiosity, how much of your guys' business is still coming from making calls? Um, that's a great question. That's a good question. I'm going to answer that. I think it's pretty easy. What? I think 50% of our business today comes from phone calls that we made within the last five years. We were actually talking about this the other day. So what happens is most people pick up the phone. They think they're calling for the expired. Time out. We'll answer this towards the end. Let's keep talking about mindset. <laughs> Dude, you Kim, got the I question. got you. I got you. I'll Kim, write it down. It All right. So here's what I want to say about mindset. I keep thinking about beliefs. Would you say that's a separate factor of success, or do you think that's still within the same factor? Like, is it mindset and belief is that one point, or is belief a completely different thing? I think it all falls under mindset. All right. Because your mindset is going to build out your beliefs. Hi, guys. We're going to answer all those questions at the end of the podcast. What a, what a structure, man. You're a man of structure. We got I just don't want to lose this train of thought. I think it's important. Mindset. 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 And beliefs. Beliefs come from, how about instead of beliefs, because that's a part of mindset. You know, you develop your mindset, your beliefs will change. How about mindset and habits? Well, habits might be a second point. I think habits is the difference. That's the work part, right? Because you got to work. So here's the thing, right? I'm thinking, what are the differences between success and failure, right? And then we said mindset is a difference. But what about that's that's point number two? Let's put out some things. Habits are a huge difference between success and failure. And here's what I'll say if you read the book Think and Grow Rich, and there's been at least a dozen other books on the same topic that talk about the huge differences in the habits between the wealthy and the poor. Literally, complete different habits between rich people and poor people. So what creates habit? Like, here's an example. This, this guy wrote a book, like, 12 Habits of Successful People. He's like, successful people on average read 30 minutes a day. They act, exercise on average 30 minutes a day. Unsuccessful people typically don't. Successful people do X, you know? So habits are a big difference. So if you notice that you're poor, it's really coming from your mindset, which is leading to your habits. Like, you have a habit of watching TV for... You know how they say like thoughts lead to feelings, feelings lead to actions and actions lead to results. So that's kind of like mindset, right? Your thoughts are going to determine your habits, the way you're going to move and act and think and walk and jump. Do you you know about the Jerry Seinfeld story? No, but can I guess first before you tell me? Yeah, go ahead. I believe that what I think I know is he used to write down jokes every single day. Yeah, that's close. And uh, he would then write them down over and over and over every day. He'd never skip a day. And then he became a good comedian. Yeah, that's pretty close. But this is how the story goes. So Jerry Seinfeld was a great comedian. And a new comedian asked him, he said, hey, I wonder, what's the one thing that I could do? To be as good as a comic as you. And he's like, it's pretty simple. Every single day you have to write jokes. 
and you said, go get yourself a calendar, a big calendar. Yeah. Right. And he said, put that somewhere in your office where everybody could see it or at home where you could see it. And he said that your goal is to every day to get a big red marker and every day you're going to want to write a joke because that's the one thing that's going to make the biggest difference between you being a good comedian or not. So every day that you do that, you're going to put an X on the calendar. Okay. Yep. And after you get a couple X's in a row, you're going to start to feel good about your craft and you're going to start to feel like you're building a habit. And as you build that habit, your only goal is going to be to you're going to see a chain and that chain is going to grow. And after the chain grows, your only goal is to never break the chain for as long as you can. And to the tune that you do that more and more, you're going to build a habit of right jokes. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over, over again, over a long period of time, you're going to end up being the funny comedian. And this actually leads perfectly into point number three, which is um, mindset, habits, and uh, uh, consistency. <laughs> the biggest we difference. talked about consistency yesterday. The biggest difference. Oh, not yesterday. Last con- Yeah, the consistency commitment, right? Yep. The biggest difference from 2009 when you started ha- hammering the phones because somebody asked about the phones. Yep. In 2009, I know your income, and it was putrid. It was, it was very so bad. sad. But I you couldn't were hammering anything, and it sucked. But you were hammering the phones. You can't say that you weren't calling people. Like you were doing. I was work. working harder than I work today. So, I mean, I still work hard. I can't say that. Today, you make phone calls and get better hard. results and make more money from those same expired than for sale by owner phone calls that you yep. make today. Or yep. say in the last two years. Yep. The difference is you did this activity. Consistency. 10 years. Time on task over time. It's like, you know what? It's like this, too. I see certain friends of mine that I grew up with that think they're just going to get into this mindset thing and just, like, the whole world's going to change. And that's not how it works. I believe the biggest thing about changing mindset is my brother and I have been doing mindset work for probably over 15 years 15 years. No, yeah, I mean, at least I mean, I read Think and Grow Rich probably when I was, yeah. Like books so, and seminars everything. and stuff that most people think is insane and crazy, we have done just to try to improve our mind a little bit, just to see what it, what is it, what is it that can help us make more money, be better, but really like make more money and live a better life. And I think like 15 years of mindset, just think about that. Think yeah, about the so. difference, right? It's like, it's not like month one or year one. You think in the 15 years, we haven't had times when we were both like ready to quit and die and give up and cry. I mean, like. Well, this kid cries every day, but that's a sad note. Yeah, but you know what they say about tears? Jeez, here we go. Do you know what Is they this say? Is the moleskin? No, but it should be. I don't know. I don't know nothing about tears. Let me see if I could say this the way I heard it. I'm sure you can say it the way you heard it. Tears wash the windows to your soul. Wow. That's deep. So you should cry. You should try crying. I I should start like a crying class like they do yoga classes. (coughs) It would probably help a lot of people. Maybe. Anyway. Consistency. So 10 years, 15 years of mindset work. And it looks like you're a little further along. You know what I mean? And it's never going to be enough. You're always going to want to be further. But like, you know, if we were at where we were 15 years ago to now, it's such a crazy difference. 
it's like a different person. Like people wouldn't even recognize us. Yeah, like most people that like us today wouldn't even be in the same circle with us 15 years no, ago. No, they probably wouldn't like us 15 years ago. You know what I mean? So, so here's the thing with that, right? Yep. Consistency is one of the like, habits of success. But I have a story. Do you remember this? In the end of last year, I sat down with you and I said, hey, in the beginning of our career, we were like insatiable learners. We used to go to like so many seminars and always look to meet new people and get into better circles and better environments. And I would say what happens is you fall into most people instead of consistency, yeah. they fall into complacency. And we got kind of complacent because we had a good business, a good income. We had a good team. So we got complacent and we stopped. I feel, at least I felt like we stopped reading as ferociously as we used to read. We thought that we arrived. We stopped going to seminars. Yep. We like all. We did stop for like uh, for like. We stopped taking the classes. We still learn, but not as vigorously. Not as as aggressively. Yep. yep. But you know what also happened to our growth? It kind of flatlined, right? And then in the beginning of last year, we said, we're going to shadow one mega agent a month that's doing better than we are. Yep. And we're going to start going to seminars. And we took a real estate class a couple of times called Bold. We went to a couple of big seminars for real estate and other seminars. We started reading again and it really started being purposeful and aggressive. We even read a book together, Jab, 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 Right Hook, started implementing a marketing strategy. And our business, once again, it doubled, which hasn't happened in a while. It doubled. It doubled. Wow. Double. Who would want to double the business? Some people might say like, oh, why do I need Tony Robbins or a seminar or like all these things where people take your money, blah, 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 whatever. That's cool. That makes sense to me. And you really don't need it if you You already don't need it where you want to be and you want to stay there. But are you growing your business and are you looking to double your business and take it to the next level? And I think everybody is, right? Mm, I'm going to say probably not because if you look at the results, most people aren't growing that aggressively. Most people actually aren't growing at all, right? Like if you're making 100 Gs, you're probably going to be like, okay, I'm good with 100 Gs. Like they don't push for 200, 300, 400. And even if they wanted to, I don't think you could get there without changing some of your habits, some of your beliefs, and being consistent. She helps, but I mean, you have to change all these other things. It's so much work. And one of those other things is the top five rule, which we actually have a whole podcast on with Mike Scaffis. Top five rule. Do you want to talk about the top five rule? I'll give you a quick synopsis. Give it. Hit us. You are the sum of the five people you hang around with most. That is probably the truest fact of life. And if you decide to let go of the five people that you don't want to be close to, that are your closest inner circle... Um, and you are willing to suffer the pain of letting them all go completely and getting yourself a whole new circle, well, I promise you one thing's for certain. Your whole life will become that of the people of the new circle. And if you want to upgrade that circle, same thing will happen. Yeah. And if you want to upgrade, the, it's crazy how it works, but that's exactly how it works. And we, we did a whole episode on this, episode number 16, Top 5 Dead or Alive with Mike Scaffis. When we go really deep on this, but I think these are one of the differences between success and failure. Because the more that you climb, the, the, the more you see how high you could go. And the more the people that are like you're that like you said, you're the average of the five people you hang around with most. And that goes to be true in wealth. 
health, happiness, fitness. Yeah. You, you you see a bunch of guys that are jacked and go to the gym all the time. You see their friends, they're all like big and jacked, right? Yeah. People that work out stick together. People that make a lot of money stick together. Like it, it's just you attract people that are poor stick together. Yeah. People that are doing crazy stuff stick together. So here, I'm going to give you a little strategy. This is like the, probably, I think, in personal development, this is the most hardest for most people. This is where they, I think, fail. They're not the hell. They can't get rid of my friends, my family, whatever. So we're going to use an easier word. It's called dissolve. You have to dissolve some of those relationships slowly and pour in new ones. So in other words, if I have five friends that I hang around with and all they do is play video games, and I think I like my friends and I don't want to leave them. Maybe I don't go like, hey, guys, don't call me ever again. But I go and I seek out one new person to spend more time with that is more successful than me. You adjust your times, you know. And let's face it, in the beginning, you're not going to enjoy even the time you're spending with a new person because the things they're into are completely different than the things you're into. Right. But over time, it changes. Over time, it changes. So if you want to have success in your life, and not have failure. You got to work on your mindset every day. It's the most mundane, but it's also like a lifestyle. Hey. Because if you don't do that, you're just gonna be stuck, and you're just gonna be stuck in the same place. I I like this new setup right here. It's our new studio. You gotta give yourself, and you know how do you get yourself to move if you feel a little lazy? Pain versus pleasure. Oof! Wow, you're getting deep on it. You just gotta say to yourself that this sucks. And don't get me wrong, sometimes becoming rich and successful sucks too because you have to work your ass off for it and most people will not understand it and it's a really lonely road. But there, but there are days where it's like I went down this road and such a blessing. So either way, it's going to suck, right? It's going to suck for you to sit on the couch all day and be where you are or live the life you're living and it's going to suck for you to grow. But the growing suck has more opportunities to come with it. The other one, like, it, it is what it is. You're not going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, that's just it. That's it. That's it. That's it. And in life, you're either moving forward or you're moving backward, but you're never standing still. Ever, 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 ever. Really? So if you want to have success instead of failure, you just have to realize it, that it's a way of lifestyle. It's a lifestyle this thing. Kid. He thinks he's Joe Rogan. I believe I'm a philosopher. This guy. Can you stop it? All right. right, So let's answer some questions. No, no, no. Hold on. What, man? I'm going to give you glory. You're going to have to use your brain. Get ready. Put that down and focus because this is going to be hard for you. I can tell. It's not going to be hard for me. So we we said, what are the differences between success and failure, right? Mm -hmm. Other than hard work because we know you have to work hard. And what we had said the differences were was mindset and belief. Yeah. Habits. Yeah. We said you have to be consistent, right? Because like most people that you see what you want, that they have, they've been doing it for 10 years. You've been doing it for 10 months and you want to do what I do. I know, you know, that's how it goes. Top five rule. We have a whole episode on most of these. Yeah. But then what's number five? You got to under promise over deliver. And my brother's going to give us point number five. Got to think about this. What's the difference uh, between success and failure, right? What is what is another difference? What the heck is number five? I don't know. That's what you're gonna come up with. You're you just make it up numbers now. No, we're not making up. There's a five. There's mindset, five. habits, consistency, who you hang around with. Top five rule, right? Mm-hmm. And can I get one letter? 
No, this is your. This is yours. You want me to just come up with a number five? You cre- you're a creative being. You just said you were a philosopher. So philosophy. That's it. Philosophy's over. Philosophy's over. Mindset, habits, consistency. Top five rule. Yeah. What would be the other difference? Like, think about it. You 10 years ago to now, what is the difference? Other than hard work. You said mindset and belief, you already explained that's the difference, right? Habits? Your habits are way different today, so this is true. Consistency? You've been doing real estate for 10 years. Most people jump in and out of careers every 10 months. Jobs with jobs, whatever. You changed your circle completely. My circle's amazing. So what else is there? What mm-hmm. else is the difference between success and failure? Do they know? Maybe you could ask the audience, like phone a friend or something. I got something that came to my mind, Oof. but it's like way off the scale. What? Yeah, it's like out of this world. All right. Number five is conversations that you have with yourself. Wow. Should I elaborate? Go ahead. Basically, this is what I think. You spend a lot of time with yourself. There is stuff that's going on inside your head that you couldn't explain to me or anybody else on this earth. And I think, like, you could probably explain to God. That's about it. And I think when you really sit there and you, the way you talk to yourself, the way you look at yourself, the conversations that you have inside your head when your mouth isn't moving and, like, you're not listening to anything and it's quiet and it's late at night, and how, how you feel like you didn't succeed in certain things, or maybe you feel like you could be better at certain things, you got to love yourself. You got to say, screw everything, and learn how to really love the person that you're with, which is you. And I think that gives you better mindset, automatically gives you better habits, automatically gives you a different way of being consistent and automatically makes you a better person. Because let's face it, if you don't learn to like being around yourself, who's going to learn to like being around you? This kid went deep. You went into your philosophy mode. You went scuba deep. That's number five. That's number five. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got to have conversations with yourself and you got to love yourself. What are the conversations you have with yourself inside your own head when nobody's around? You got to pay attention to what's, what's this going bad on. boy right here. Let me see this. Get out of Let's here. go. I'm answering questions. What's that right there? The DNA journal. The DNA Today, journal. we're going to give away one journal. Only one journal. And one pen. And one pen. What are the Who rules? Who wants it? What do you mean? You got to come up with rules. Create someone to fly. Just say I want it on any social media platform. <laughs> and what? You're going to put everybody's name in the hat and then pick one? I don't know. Let's answer Kim's question. Kim, hi guys. Out of curiosity, how much of your guys' business is still coming from making calls? All right. This is the answer. Anybody who has a super big business has multiple sources of business where it comes from. We didn't have a database, so a lot of the repeat and referral business that we were just looking at our numbers that we're getting came from expired and for sale by owner calls we made that are yep. in our database whose houses we have sold or not sold three, four, five years ago, and they're referring us. Our cold calls became our database. And um, so I think we still do it. I would say at least 30% still comes from our... Yeah. Right? So, yeah, so well, I would say about 20 to 30% straight straight up like cold, cold. cold. But if you actually look at 
where the lead originated and you take it two or three steps back. Because you got to think, a lot of the people are doing third and fourth deals with us now, right? They're calling us. Yeah, thanks some for people are doing their seventh deal with us. So you those know? people that are in our database actually came from, you know, expires and for sale by owners. All right, let me answer a couple questions on Facebook. Or are you doing Facebook Live? No, not Facebook Live, but you put something on Facebook. What is your biggest challenge in life or business right now? And, so, and a couple people decided to answer, so we're going to answer them right here, and then I'll answer them on Facebook later. <laughs> Ray Darling said, so the question is, what is your biggest challenge in life or business right now? From the Modern American Dream podcast. My buddy Ray says, balancing my caffeine intake properly. I don't think that's a problem. Balancing my caffeine intake properly? Here's my suggestion, Ray. Don't balance your caffeine. You got to overdose on caffeine. You got to overdose on caffeine. Hey, look at this. Look at this. We got two cups of coffee. coffee. Ray, for you, let's take a sip. Oh, yeah. All right. So there's no book for that. You know what? I was going to say. Next question. Hold on. So the best question, Mm. we should give the the journal. So the person with the best question, we give them a journal, Mm -hmm. a pen, and a book to help with that life's problem. Because we got 100 books right there. Oh, wow. That's a good one. All right. Jesse Camerata, my my buddy Jesse, who got into the real estate business, I believe he flips houses. He said, finding the next project. Um, That's a big challenge. That's a big challenge. I think the way you find the next project is you got to not look for the next project. You got to look for a bunch of next projects. You just got to be out there. Can I answer that? Network, meet people and, and ask and do good business i think it's really not about the next project but i find the most successful people it's all about the next relationship like the biggest developers have multiple relationships with people or even flippers that i know who have done well that bring them deals consistently all the time and are looking out for their best interest so you have to build win-win relationships and i think when you have that deals will come to you yeah, when, yeah, like your reputation of how you treat people and stuff like that, that makes a big difference. All right, next question. Uh, well, yeah, Jonathan De, De La Rosa, more clients. His challenge is more clients. I think that you there's a variety of ways. So you got to figure out what works for you, right? So you could do expires. You could do for sale by owners. You could pay for leads. You could grow your business by referrals. You could do open houses. You just got to figure out what you're going to do. I always tell new agents this. You need to have two short-term strategies and two long-term strategies. Short-term strategy, expired listing, right? You could call them and get an appointment today. Example of a long-term strategy would be like farming. You you mail a neighborhood for a couple couple of years, and then you'll get repeat and referral business. And the next question, which is like the best question, we should send him a... uh, Is that the winner of the... The Keep, journal? Keeping up with DNA Realty Group. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh, who man. said it? Our buddy Harry Silverstein. Hey, what's up, Harry? That guy's a legend. Awesome. Harry, you can't keep up with us because we're just never going to stop. You know, yeah, we we're all over the place. Ourselves. So just get the dose that you can on the platform that you can get it on, and that's it. That's the answer. So now, Work hard, play hard. For the end of the show, I have the old moleskin and the new moleskin. Which one do you want to hear from today? I'm going to go with the new moleskin because I pay for it. 
you got from page one to seven. I'm going to go page four today. Page four. All right. Let's see what we got. Wow. This is good. I'm harder than life and I'm kinder than love. Wow, that was deep. Enough uh -huh. said, sugar. Is that cool? I'm going to say this. Yeah, all right. How about this? We do this. For the giveaway. Yeah. We're going to say, what do you think about this idea? We're going to post our podcast, this podcast, this episode on Facebook. Yeah. We're going to give them three rules. Like right. you have to share this podcast episode. Oh, yeah. That's you have cool. to hashtag DNA Realty Group. And you have to answer this question. Yep. You do these three things. We'll throw your name in a hat. And you get a DNA Realty Group journal. Oh, that's With a cool. DNA Realty Group Did pen. You, is the podcast over right now? No, it's not over. We're going to finish. You want to finish? Bye. No, that's not how you end the podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? podcast is about to be over. So finish it. You finish it. Hey, guys. I just want to say thanks for listening. I hope that all good things happen to you. And um, you know what? At the end of the day, don't forget one little fun fact. We all got to go up to the stars sooner or later. So, you well, know, you while, while you're building your whole life, just remember to enjoy this day. Remember to laugh, you know. Remember to laugh. You got to laugh. Remember to exercise or run or get your heart beat up. Breathe and have fun. And just take things lightly, you know what I mean? And, and remember to cry, too. Didn't you say to cry? You gotta cry. You gotta cry because it'll wash your soul. Yeah. So that that does it for this episode of the Modern American Dream podcast. As always, you guys can find us on social media. Leave us a review if you like the episode. Reach out to us on social media. You might get a journal and a pen, and maybe a book to help with your life challenges. All, All right. right. Signing Bye. off. DNA Realty Group Modern American Dream podcast. Woo! Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is David with DNA Realty Group. And as this podcast continues to grow, we bring you the latest and the best products at a discounted rate of DNA Realty. Today, we'd like to introduce you to the Boomtown ROI. It's specifically for real estate agents. And what it's going to help you do is manage your database. And it's also going to help you generate new, higher quality leads. We wouldn't advertise anything we wouldn't use ourselves and dna realty group does use this product if you give them a certain code that we are about to tell you now you're going to get a discounted rate use the code dna realty group and reach out to our friend katherine jordan from boomtown her direct line is 843-518-5287 and you can reach her at katherine at boomtownroi.com that's k-a-t-h-r-y-n and as my brother said, we wouldn't recommend any product that we don't use ourselves as well as doing extensive research. We know that the top 1,000 agents on the Wall Street Journal, 30% of that group use this product. Boomtown ROI. Use the code, get the deal, improve your business. Boomtown. Hey guys, this is David. Thanks for listening to our podcast. 
we're going to have new stuff for you every single week. So make sure you tune in, subscribe, do whatever you got to do on your end because we'll take care of the stuff on our end. And for more information, make sure you follow us on Snapchat slash DNA Realty Group. You can also find us on Facebook, same handle on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.